happily ever after, is it for real? Or is it a figment of fairy tales and fantasies? Well, we have a happily ever after story transpiring in our parsha. After a life of suffering, after a miserable existence, Yaakov finally settles down in Mitzrayim. His every need is attended to by Yosef. His family dotes on him. His children have reconciled. And Chazal explained that he knew tranquility and serenity for the very first time in his life. And hence the Zohar reads the opening words in our parsha, Vayechi Yaakov. Yaakov lived these last 17 years in Mitzrayim. This is the first time he lived. He was spiritually dead before because life was rotten. And this is a heartwarming perspective. It has all the heartwarming appeal of a happily ever after. When the protagonist, the hero who suffered so much, can finally sit back and enjoy. That is the grip and the appeal of the happily ever after. And this read of Chazal is not an isolated read, but dovetails with other psukim and other midrashim that I read here of Ayechi Yaakov. Yaakov lived not only with physical lungs breathing, but with long-awaited tranquility as well. Because we find in last week's parsha, in Parsha's Vayigash, when he finally heard that Yosef was alive and came to believe in that reality. Yaakov's spirit came back to life. The implication being he was dead before, in spirit and soul. He might have been physically alive. His heart was beating. His lungs were breathing. But spiritually... Emotionally and psychologically, he was dead. He was morbid. That was his experience when Yosef was snatched away from him and abducted. That was his experience, I would argue, for most of his life up till this point. It is only here at the end. His spirit comes back to life. So consistent with this, Chazal are likewise reading the opening words in our parsha of Ayechi Yaakov. Yaakov lived these last 17 years. He was alive. No longer did he simply survive, but now he did thrive. He was alive. But you know, for all the appeal of this happily ever after, for all its gripping appeal, there's something ironic about it. Can we really idealize Jacob's last 17 years when he's surrounded by his family? Think about where he is. Think about his location. He is in Mitzrayim. He and the entire Jewish family have settled down to, into Mitzrayim. Gullus. And the abyss of all suffering. Sheba and Mitzrayim awaits the nation. Is this the period of happily ever after? And even more paradoxically, this experience of Yaakov and Mitzrayim so contrasts with his experience while he was in Eretz Yisrael. Think about when Yaakov returned to Eretz Yisrael from the house of Lavan. 
And Parshas Vayeshev began, Vayeshev Yaakov, Yaakov settled by Eretz Meguriyav, of Yaakov settled in Eretz Yisrael. And Rashi cites the Medrash, he did not simply settle and build a home, but he actually sought to Vayeshev to settle down and live in peace. Bikesh Yaakov Vayeshev Bashalva. This was his Aliyah dream, you might say. He sought to build a life for himself in Eretz Yisrael and settle down and live in tranquility. But that was not to be. Parshas Vayeshev then tells us, as Rashi says, Kafetz love robes of Shal Yosef, right when he wanted to live in peace in Eretz Yisrael. Hashem said, uh-uh, it is not your destiny to live in peace. Yosef will be abducted. You will know suffering. And you must face this music. There is no peace in life. Well, when we put the pieces together here, what a seemingly disproportionate picture. It is when Yaakov is in Eretz Yisrael, in the seemingly more ideal circumstance, that he knows no peace. And Hashem denies him that dream. It is only when he settles in the final callus at the end of our, his life, in our parasha, that he realizes a semblance of tranquility and serenity. Vayichi Yaakov, Why is Yaakov only finding calm and serenity in Gullus? Why have his dreams been denied in Eretz Yisrael, in paradise, and are they only realized, if not in purgatory, Close to it in Gaulus Mitzrayim. And I would suggest that is exactly the message. Yaakov, who is called by Chazal the Av of Gaulus, the model of suffering, who teaches us how a Jew suffers, suffers and yet grows, learns resilience, becomes closer to Hashem and his suffering. Yaakov cannot, is not permitted to live in paradise, a para, paradise sort of life. You're in Eretz Yisrael, and you think the conditions are perfect? Well, not for long. That's not life. And that's certainly not Yaakov's life. But you know, Yaakov, When you realize the conditions are imperfect, they're gullus, whether gullus in place or whether gullus in state. And you embrace that. And you realize that you could find Tove amidst those conditions. He has his family, his children are together. You find the silver linings amidst exile. And you learn to realize your dreams in imperfect conditions, because that is life. That is when you are finally going to see a semblance of peace. Because while life is imperfect, life is at at times even wretched. We can still be simchadik. We can still be freilachdik due to those redeeming qualities. When we recognize those redeeming qualities, whatever they might be, including in the case of Yaakov, that his family is at peace. And that is exactly the point. The dreams, the nirvana, are going to be denied him. 
Yaakov when you're in Eretz Yisrael. The location, the state station might be perfect, but the circumstances will not be because that is not life. You're going to have to find simcha amidst imperfect conditions and learn to live and embrace life imperfect. Yaakov learns how to do this. And by the end of his life, he finds it even a cause. And perhaps we can conjecture that while it was in Gaul's Mitzrayim that he found the solace of his children reconciling, he was really looking back at his life and his previous Gaul's-like conditions, including when he physically and geographically lived in Eretz Yisrael, but suffered a Gaul's-like condition in the horrors of Mechiris Yosef. And he's really looking back and finding a sense of chiyas, finding the joy, the joy of redemptive perspective of saying Tov amidst all of it, as is most palpable now. While he might be geographically in Kolos Mitzrayim, but he is alive, and he's able to find Raha. And that is really the mandate of all of us as we live life. Certainly when Yaakov was Bikesh Leishev Bashalva, when Yaakov desired peace, tranquility, serenity, that was not for self-centered reasons. That was not to drink pink lemonade on the side of his golf cart, as we would say today. This is Yaakov Avinu here. He wanted, the, he wanted Shalva. He wanted serenity for Avodah Hashem. He wanted to serve Hashem, feeling like he was carved to Hashem in Gan Eden, in paradise. But you know, that is not Olam Hazah. We are not living in the world of Olam Hab. We're living in the world of Olam Hazah, where the circumstances that we most resent, things happen, and we throw up our hands. How can it happen? But it is those circumstances those dashed dreams or seeing dashed dreams, which are actually the labor pains of achievement, of that which will bring us ultimate satisfaction. That is what Yaakov's life teaches us. So I argue that is at the end, specifically amidst Gauls, when Yaakov finds the ability to live and count his blessings and a contentment which was denied him all of his years is specifically realized at the end amidst Gaulus Mitzrayim conditions because that is what the resilience of the life of Yaakov is really coming to teach us. Happily ever after, even if the birds are not chirping, even if we are not experiencing nirvana. Yaakov is the Av who suffers. Yaakov is the Av who barely survives. But in the end, he learns to thrive amidst all of those conditions. And we therefore take a final stock, a final lesson from Yaakov's life. And what happily ever after really, really means. 
may we all find that happily ever after before the end, before the dusk in our lives, before it is too late. May we experience Vatachi Ruach Yaakov, the coming back to life, the resurgence of the spirit when we face disappointment, even before the Yeshua becomes apparent. That is really the lesson of happily ever after. That is what really the life of Yaakov is modeling.